0: Hey guys, it's Faith. I have a special bonus podcast for you guys. Last night we did coaching happy hour inside the Digital Product Lab Facebook group. If you're not in there, you got to go get in there. I'm doing my free workshop Thursday night, tomorrow night. We start at 7 p.m. Eastern. I would love to see you there. I hope you guys enjoy this Q&A. We talked about all kinds of things and I think it will be helpful to a lot of you guys. So enjoy this bonus episode and I will see you guys tomorrow at the training. Hello friends, hey guys. Let's see, are you guys kinda high up? Hey guys, hi. Facebook is doing all kinds of things. All right, I'm live. (laughs) Let me see if I can get my camera right. Do you guys feel like you look a little, what is happening? There we go, is that better? feel like maybe that's better you guys are kind of far from me okay (laughs) what's everybody up to hi everybody I'm excited there are a butt ton of questions in here and I'm excited because there's some really good ones we're gonna have some really good conversations at this happy hour if you know me you know I've got a lot of things to say kind of all the time about everything oh You guys got to tell me what you're drinking since it's happy hour. I brought a wine glass and I'm going to (laughs) put, and I have kombucha. So I'm going to put my kombucha in a wine glass just for the vibe. You know, this is kind of fun. I don't really drink much these days. So, wow. This wine glass is huge. I put like this whole thing of kombucha in here. Hey, Amanda, how are you doing? Oh, thank you, Mary. I appreciate that. Yeah, I've been doing the red lipstick. If you guys want a, uh, on camera trick, I feel like it makes me look more put together if I put bright lipstick on. Like, it kind of looks like I tried. <laughs> So if you want to look like you tried (laughs) without trying, red lipstick is your friend. And red lipstick does not look good on me in real life, it looks good on camera. So if it looks bad on you in person, you should still try it on camera, I bet it will look good. Oh, you're doing the seltzer? I go through so much seltzer. My boyfriend was just making fun of me the other night because he's like, you know, we go through like stockpiles of seltzer because I drink it all day. Hey, alright. Ooh, peach mango bang. Oh, I don't know what that is. Is that an energy drink situation? I don't know if I could handle doing a live and an energy drink. I don't know if you guys want, would want to see that. <laughs> Think how fast I would talk. Ice water, self so to drive the kiddos around. Yeah, I'm drinking kombucha. I got a coach in the mastermind after this. I don't drink even like the night before. Like if I have to coach the next day, I don't drink the night before. I just feel like you guys tell me if you feel like this with alcohol alcohol really affects me and i feel like even though i only ever drink like one or two drinks i feel like a lot of my coaching is intuitive and i feel like i can't access that part of my brain as well if i've drank so i usually don't drink like you know within 24 hours of me having to coach Oh, a Diet Coke. I love Diet Coke. That's like my, I try not to drink it all the time because I used to be really addicted to it. But that's like my like special, if I go out drink, I get like a Diet Coke and it's like a fun treat. <laughs> Ooh, old fashioned. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, Ivory. All right, let me see what's up. You guys have a billion questions in here and then I'll try and talk to you guys live too. So if you want me to talk about something specific, let me know. I worked on the slides for Thursday. They're really good. I think what I'm going to do... I had this vision (laughs) for doing like part workshop part coaching but i think it just splits my brain too much to try to do that so i think what i'm gonna do is like thursday we're gonna fucking get in it it's gonna be like i i would guess it's gonna be at least two hour workshop and and by the end of the workshop you're gonna pick your product idea and like be committed to your product and even if you already have a product you should still come because it will still help your marketing And then I think what I'm going to do on Tuesday is I will just coach. So you can come on camera, watch other people be on camera. And if you want help brainstorming, if you're like, I can't decide between this or that, or I'm having trouble with this, I will help you. I'm telling you, I help people with this shit all the time. (laughs) Like you can ask the mastermind. I coach them on this stuff all the time. I can help you. So if you've been stuck, even if you have an idea, If you have an idea and you like haven't been able to execute it and get it done i can help you with that if you don't have an idea and don't know what to sell i can help you with that if you have a product and it's not selling i can help you with that i'm telling you i help people with this shit all the time i would love to help you so i think thursday we'll just do straight up workshop i'm going to be teaching you guys will be in the chat it'll be really interactive and then tuesday next tuesday i will bring people on camera and coach on camera and i think that that will really help you guys i think that's the best way i can serve as many people as possible while you guys are here so yeah i'm excited too coffee um (laughs) i haven't made the videos yet but i might i might (laughs) Our last live for Bosses Make Sales, I made all these like fancy little intro videos. It was kind of a vibe. I might, I have a lot of stuff to say, so. All right. I'm gonna go through as many of these questions as I can and maybe if I can't get to all of them, maybe we'll do another one. You guys let me know. Would you come to another live if we did another Q&A? Let's see. Oh, this is a good question. How do you build an email list of buyers and not freebie seekers? You know, I used to build my email list with like a free opt-in. It was like a free, like free printables and journal prompts. So I used to have a mental health blog. That's how I started. That was my first business, and I scaled my mental health blog in it when it was like popping in its heyday. Right, it was doing like 120,000 page views a month. I had an email list of 30,000 people, and I built that email list mostly by doing like download these journal prompts like get this or that and you know that list definitely made me money like i said we made five thousand dollars a month off that site and a good chunk of that was sales but it it definitely felt like there was a lot of freebie seekers around it definitely felt like people would like just sign up for the free thing and not really know who I was and they would be annoyed and I would get like a lot of mean <laughs> messages from people all the time I love those you guys ever get those emails from people and they're like why are you emailing me who are you <laughs> I would get a lot of stuff like that <laughs> and you know I think at faithmaria.com I've been doing faithmaria.com like the business mindset stuff for the last two years now and the email list i think is about to be at like nine thousand people i don't have really like a freebie that we promote like if you guys follow my social what my team like and i really post is the mastermind wait list. so we don't have like a here get this for free if you join the email list it's like you should get in the mastermind and it's closed. So get on the wait list. And we really just promote the wait list to grow the email list. And to me, that is like a good indication. Like if someone gets on the wait list to join the mastermind, they probably are interested in buying, right? They literally got on a wait list for a product. So you guys can pitch your wait list. I started doing this a few I can't remember, but it was like a few podcast episodes back, we were doing this outro where I really pitched getting on the mastermind waitlist. Cause when you're on the mastermind waitlist, you get special stuff. So we like send you, when you sign up, you get a special workshop. That's about how to make a $97 product and sell five of them. So you have the cash to join. I give you tips for like getting ready to be in the mastermind. And then sometimes in between the launches, we'll let people in off the waitlist. So that's what we do. But that's kind of an interesting, that's been kind of an interesting experiment to me as someone that built a huge email list off of freebies. I think we technically do have a freebie on my website, but like most of my people are on social media I'm not that many people are going to my website. Like we don't get that much traffic on there or anything. So maybe try pitching your waitlist. Like how could you make your waitlist for your product really enticing, right? So we pitch the mastermind waitlist because we're like, oh, like you definitely want to join the mastermind. It's awesome. And when you guys join the waitlist, you get free workshops and trainings from me. You get tips from mastermind members. You get all this stuff. So you can literally pitch your waitlist. Right. Right. You always hear um, like Kate Doster. You guys know Kate. Kate is a friend of mine and she always talks about sell the free. Right. So you can literally pitch your waitlist and then you know everyone that's on your, that opted in for the waitlist is interested in buying. They literally opted in for the product. And then the other thing is like, is it that big of a deal if you have freebie seekers? Like maybe it's not a problem. Like maybe, like, you know, some people are going to buy and some people aren't. And like, I just don't make that a problem. Here's my thought, always. We're, We're running this big free event right now. And I, my thought is like I want to get everyone in this Facebook group, everyone that comes to the live event, I want to like really impact them and really help them to the best of my ability no matter if they buy or not. I don't give a fuck if you're a freebie seeker. If you're in my group, it's like, I want you to win, period. And I wanna be part of that and I wanna help you. And I think I have expertise that can help you do that. And I'm gonna share that with you. And I don't care if you're a freebie seeker. I don't care if you're in here and you already know you're never gonna buy from me. Because I know there are people in here that will hire me and will buy after this event and will want to work with me. And I, I just believe in like law of reciprocity. So I think the more I serve and the higher level I show up and serve at, the more people are going to recommend their friends. The reason these events get bigger and bigger every time is because people tell their friends to come to them. <laughs> They're like, which I appreciate so much. But like, I literally, come to these events, these free live events, we do them every quarter, and it's literally training that would be in the mastermind. It's like stuff I would charge for, and we give it away for free for a couple weeks, right? And I like doing that. I think it's nice. And like if people are in here like freebie seeking, like that's not a problem to me because I'm growing my reputation as someone who gets results. Right. So if I showed up to this and I was like, oh, there's all these freebie seekers in here, they just want to come to my event for free and they won't even join the mastermind and they're in here for free. Like, I just think that's a shitty vibe to show up in. Like, it doesn't feel good to me and I think it will make you less money because, you know, I think one of the biggest, most important things in marketing that almost no one ever talks about is like growing your reputation, we're going to be talking about this in the digital product lab. But you want to have a reputation for someone that has really great products. I'm going to teach you how to make really great products that people really love, right? So you can grow your reputation of like, oh, her stuff is really good. Oh, she's doing a live event, you guys have to go. Like you want to have a reputation like that. And if you're worried about like freebie seekers, how is that going to impact your reputation? Right? And so I think one of the best marketing thing is having a reputation for getting results and being really good at what you do and being known, like having a reputation and being known, like I get people results for this thing, right? That will make you more money than I think anything else. I think it's, a, especially if you're starting off small, like I think that's really important. And I think it's something not talked about that often in the online space. So I would focus less on like worrying about people getting stuff for free and more about worrying about how do you want to show up? how do you wanna think about your audience? Like, I don't wanna think that about you guys. I don't wanna think like, oh, people are just taking my stuff for free. Like, I don't wanna think that about my audience. I wanna think like, my audience loves to learn from me, they love to support me, they love to buy from me, they love to refer their friends from me. And I'm always like, if they don't buy now, they'll buy later. So I'm like, if they don't buy in this launch, it's fine, they'll buy next launch. (laughs) So you guys can borrow that thought, right? I'm like, oh, they're just all gonna buy next launch, no problem. (laughs) But yeah, I, I just don't even worry about that so much, you know. Let me know if that makes sense to you guys. Um, great niche ideas here, but haven't even started website. Need to know order of all things so I can proceed efficiently. Who feels like this? Can you guys tell me in the chat, do you ever have this thought that's like, I want to know the right way to do things because I don't want to waste time. Anybody ever feel like that? Let me tell you guys. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this out. Sorry, Mastermind Susan's stuff all the time, but there's a lot of new people here. We got to talk about this, okay? Yeah, I'm glad, Susan. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna help you for real. If you take the time to like join my event and come to my event, like I'm gonna get you a result. Don't even worry about it. And. Like, you know, I'm not like, oh my gosh, the people getting all this stuff for free. Okay, so here we need to talk about this. So this says, need to o- know the order of all things so I can proceed efficiently. Who is- Margaret, are you on here? <laughs> okay, so let's just do... Let's do for the circumstance for this, let's do... We'll just put like... Like on like starting an online business. So this is neutral. You guys get to think whatever you want about this. Okay, and the thought is um, need to know order things so I can proceed efficiently. I'm just going to write. Um, do things in the right order, but the actual thought, if I was coaching her and writing this all the way out, I would write that out exactly. Her thought is need to know, I need to know the order of things so I can proceed efficiently. Seems like a good thought, right? This is why this stuff is important, the mindset part, because like that seems helpful, right? Like, oh, I need to know the right order so I can proceed efficiently, but watch this. So do things in order, okay? Okay. That's her thought. So she's starting an online business. She can think anything she wants. And she's thinking, I need to do things in the right order so I can proceed efficiently. When you guys think that thought, how does it feel in your body? I'm really curious. So in your in your brain, I want you to think I need to know the order of all things so I can proceed efficiently. When you think that, how does that feel? To me personally, that makes me feel anxious. But I think for some people, it probably also makes you feel heavy. For some people, it's probably gonna create like overwhelm. Overwhelm and anxiety are kinda in that same family. But it might also just be like afraid, like fear that you're not gonna do it in the right order, little panic. Yeah, it feels a little like, oh, like I'm gonna fuck it up, right? Like, oh my God, like that's how it feels to me. So for me, I'm gonna put anxiety, right? Now we talk about in the mastermind, your thought and feeling are like the gasoline that you're putting in your action. So like the action is like your little race car. (laughs) I don't know if this is a good analogy. I need to come up with a better analogy. Your actions that you guys want to take are like your little race car. Your thought and feeling combo is what creates action gasoline to go in your car. So right now you're fueling your car action with the thought, I got to do things in order and feeling anxious (laughs) so when you do that when you feel anxious in your body what actions do you guys actually do like what would i physically see you do if i had a creepy little spy cam in your house right um when i'm anxious a lot of times i am indecisive i go back and forth i remake decisions anybody do that it's like you make a decision and then you're like you're like, okay, I made the decision, and then you're like, oh God, I don't know, I gotta remake it. Let me go, let me go back to the drawing board. I don't know. <laughs> I remake a lot of decisions. I procrastinate. Um, I buffer. I always talk in the mastermind. When I get stressed, I go right for the chips and the salsa. Right? What do you guys do when you feel anxious and stressed? What do you actually do? And this is about like. You know, we talk about becoming boss, becoming a boss in my community a lot. And becoming a boss to me really means having this higher level of awareness of what are you actually creating with these thoughts and feelings. Right? Yeah, thank you guys. Oh, I love that you guys got that. <laughs> yeah, I freeze, right? So and this is what's happening, right? So, well, we already know, like one of the things she's doing is she like asks, asks questions, and she says Um, Haven't even started a website, so probably one of the actions is like researching a website or thinking about a website, but not actually taking the website. Um, So for me, when I'm anxious, I procrastinate. Remake decisions, that kind of stuff. And then the r is result so when we think i have to do things in the right order we feel anxious we're procrastinating we're remaking decisions or maybe eat going for the chips and the salsa we're maybe doing the netflix binging we're maybe doing the like stressed out whatever your favorite stressed out activities are right what does that end up creating like what is the result creates the result of you wasting your own time and being inefficient. <laughs> so I'm gonna put being inefficient. <laughs> I hope this person watches this, I don't know if she will. Maybe she'll get mad at me, I don't know. It's so interesting. So you're thinking, you're like, I have to do everything in the right order so I don't waste my time, and you literally create the result of you wasting your own time. <laughs> you guys you guys do this (laughs) yeah crappy action yeah (laughs) um we need some kind of like a like word for crappy action maybe like craction craption (laughs) but do you guys see this so any we do this with time a lot any thoughts you guys have about time that creates stress, overwhelm, and anxiety, almost always when we write them out, we write them out all the time in the mastermind, they will tell you, right? It almost always results, the R is like you wasting your own time, right? So any thought that's like, I don't wanna waste time, gotta do things in the right order, all that ever creates is anxiety and overwhelm, and then crappy action, the (laughs) craction. And then you guys create the result of you being inefficient, you wasting your own time. If you were being efficient, you would get your website up. You're not getting your website up because you're in this weird loop about, I gotta do things in the right order, right? That's why your website's not up. You guys get it? (laughs) I need you to take your creepy camera out of my house. I know what y'all are up to. No, it's just because I coach so many people. I literally know what you guys are up to because I coach like hundreds of people on this stuff all the time. And you're not the only one doing this. Like, tell her in in the chat if you have a thought like this about time that creates anxiety. It goes a lot of different ways for people, right? So it goes like, I need to do things in the right order. I don't, um... You know, I don't have enough time. I have so much, I have so much to do. Seems so innocent, right? But when you model that out, it looks a lot like this. I have so much to do. Well, how does that feel? It feels anxious and stressful. And do you create your highest level of results when you feel anxious and stressful? Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely go back and watch the replay because I wrote all of this out okay so i haven't even gotten all the way through this question that was just like one thing i don't even think that was her question that was just something i saw in here <laughs> so okay it says great niche idea but haven't even started my website yeah it creates the result of you not starting your website you not doing the things to have the online business you're like i want to start an online business you're creating this thought about doing things in the right order is creating the result of you not having a website not having an online business um Need to know all the order of things so I can proceed efficiently. Website, email list, no like trust, funnels, tripwires, Etsy, Shopify, Thrivecart. Need to know the order in which to proceed. But I'm on social security. Need to know the most affordable way. Do you guys want... I was thinking about doing this like bonus. Um, maybe I'll just do it in here. I was thinking about doing it in the mastermind, but I could just do it for you guys. It's really simple. It's just... Um, I could just tell you now. It's... I when we ran my last program i did called reignite we just ran that sucker in a facebook group and facebook has now like where you can upload modules so if i was starting if i was starting from nothing i wouldn't even pay for kajabi or teachable i wouldn't pay for a course platform i would just pay for an email i would probably do mailer light i don't know because it's been a long time since i I run a much higher level business now, right? Like I'm not in the season of starting a business. I run a multiple six-figure business, so it's different, right? But if I were starting, I would look at MailerLite when, back in the day when I was starting my business, um, MailerLite had a really good free package. So I would get on MailerLite, have my email list, and when people bought, I would set up an automated email where they would get the link to join the Facebook group. And I would put all of the people that buy in a Facebook group and I just wouldn't even pay for a course platform. I can show you guys how to do that if you want. You can probably figure it out just from that. But I'm telling you, it's just as good. You can put all your modules in there, people can ask questions in there, you can do little live videos for them in there, and it'll be really fun. And you don't have to pay for that, it's totally free. So I think that that's a good option. Um, And as far as like how to proceed, I think a really good place, this is why I wanted to teach Digital Product Lab, because there was, you guys know me, there's a lot of things I want to teach. But I picked this, and I'll tell you guys why. It's because I think people need to have a much clearer idea of what they're selling from the beginning. So if I were asking you, Margaret, if I were talking to you, and and come next Tuesday, because I will bring you guys on camera and coach you, okay? We usually only do that in the mastermind, and I don't think we've done that at a free event, but it's my favorite thing, so we'll just do it in here too, okay? As like a, I don't know, extra treat. Um, I would ask you, what are you selling? Okay, what are you selling? So, here. You guys like the whiteboard line today? <laughs> I'm, I'm into like writing on the board. I kind of go through phases where I write on here a lot. So, what do you guys need to start a business? You need something to sell. I would start with this. I would start with this first. What I see people do is they will come to me and they'll be like, I have this email list of 15,000 people that I built. This is a true story, by the way. This is not like made hypothetical. This really happens. People come in there like, I have this email list of 15,000 people. I'm not able to make any money. And I'm like, well, where did you get them? And they're like, well, I made an opt-in about packing lunch boxes and a meditation and an opt-in about this and an opt-in about training your dog and opt-in about this. And they have this hodgepodge email list that is basically worth nothing. (laughs) you don't want that you want to build an email list of customers it's hard to build an email list of customers when you don't know what you sell this is why you guys need to have a product and know what you're going to sell even if you haven't made it yet you should still know what you're going to sell and who it's going to help so you got to know the problem you're going to solve for who for a specific person so i would start by getting something to sell and then you need people to buy it customers right people to buy really crazy you guys can get customers for free on social media how fucking nuts is that like you guys can literally go get people to buy you can literally go get customers For free on Instagram right now, on TikTok right now. Really crazy opportunity out there. So you don't even have to pay for this, which won't be forever, by the way. Eventually, it'll be you got to pay to be on those platforms and to have your stuff shown. Right now, they're showing people stuff for free. Really awesome opportunity you guys have. So you got to have something to sell. You got to have people to buy. You got to have a way for them to pay you. And I've seen people even like, I saw a coach the other day that I really love. She's like a big coach. And she was just like, I'm going to open up one-on-one spots, PayPal me. The first people that PayPal me, $1,000 get the spot. <laughs> she didn't make a sales page. She didn't have a buy button. She was literally like, PayPal me. Here's my email. <laughs> the spot, And the spots were gone because people want to work with her. Right? So she had something to sell. This is my coaching package. This is what you're going to get. Here's my, my thing to sell. She had something to sell. She had people to buy because she was just talking on her Instagram and she had a way for people to pay, which was people paying her. Am I thinking of, of, am I forgetting anything? But I'm just trying to think of like, what are the things you actually have to have? That's it. Okay. This is it. In the mastermind, I teach a whole like little business framework that's very simple and very effective. So if you're feeling like you don't know what to do first or you don't know what to focus on or you don't know why your business isn't working, we teach you all of that in there. I'll give you as much of it as I can while we're here. Right. So. So this is why we're doing digital product lab, because if you don't have something to sell, doesn't matter if how many people know who you are. If you don't have a great offer, doesn't matter. Right so i think starting with your offer will save you a lot of time so i would make something to sell i would go get people to buy it and then i would offer and talk about it all the time and sell it to them that's it (laughs) simple just do that a lot of times you guys are looking at people that are doing tripwires and doing funnels and doing launches they're in a different season of business than you if you're just starting so this person is someone who's just starting doesn't even have a website you don't need to be thinking about funnels you don't need to be thinking about anything you need to be thinking about making a product to sell and if you don't have a product to sell come on thursday or if you have a product and it's not selling people aren't buying come on thursday i'm gonna help you that's what we're, we're literally gonna do that but you gotta have something to sell people to buy and a way for them to pay you not complicated Okay. That's it. Simple. Our brains love to, one of the things that our brains are programmed to do is conserve energy. It's a survival mechanism in your brain. Conserve the energy, keep the humans alive. (laughs) Right. And one of the ways that our brains will conserve energy is by making you feel very confused, Oh, I just don't know what to do. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? <laughs> takes a lot less energy than actually sitting down and making a product and figuring out a marketing plan. Like that takes more high-level thinking. Indulging in confusion is just very lazy thinking. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? I could do this, I could do that. It's like that's it's just like it's not, it's not like the same as sitting down and problem solving and be and being decisive. Like being decisive requires a higher level of thinking. Right? So one of the ways your brain will get you to kind of be lazy so you can conserve your energy is confuse you and overwhelm you. Cause when you guys are confused and overwhelmed, you don't do anything. Cause it's not just cause of you, cause you're a bad person. It's cause that's what we do with people. I'm always like, we're just people with brains. I'm like human body, human brain, right? Human brain doing human brain things. Um, human brain things are like, I'm going to make you real confused. And then you're not going to know what to do. And then I don't have to deal with any of this whose brain does that (laughs) it's like you're very confused this is very hard we just don't know (laughs) yeah yes yes we'll have the replay for you guys but it's for a limited time so just make sure you watch it over the weekend and i have a lot more stuff coming next week so like you don't want to get behind trust me Let me know if you guys need anything else about that. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, analysis paralysis, exactly. Yeah, I'm excited that you guys are coming on Thursday. I made a bunch of the slides today. It's really good. I really, really like it. Sometimes you guys feel like that with your work. Sometimes I make things that I'm like, this is really good. (laughs) I'm like, this is a, yeah, this is really good. I really like it. And that's how I feel about the presentation that I'm doing on Thursday. Um, trying to decide whether or not I should invest in childcare for my kiddos so I can work more hours. Any advice on making that decision efficiently? Megan? Are you on here? You're doing... Oh, it's not up anymore. You're doing that other model, right? So anytime it's like, I want to make the decision efficiently, you guys end up just wasting your time. Because what's the most efficient way to make a decision? You just pick one. <laughs> like you just pick one and then you decide to like your reasons i'm teaching the decision making framework or part of the decision making framework to you guys on thursday so definitely come we're gonna go over that i got a whole slide about decision making yeah yeah and so what you want to do here's the here's the breakdown here's the most important part of the decision making framework that almost no one does you pick one right you pick one and then you decide to only think thoughts about why you like that decision. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) And we have a thought error. This is, and I think this is probably coming up for you a little bit, Megan, you can let me know. We have a thought error that's like, if I think about it longer and I spend longer like trying to decide, I'll make a better decision. And that's just not true. Like you could decide to have no childcare and that could be a great choice for you. You could decide to have all the childcare and that could be a great choice for you. Here's something really important about decision making that I'll say. The only way you will ever regret a decision is if you decide to think that you regret it. So I would just decide ahead of time that you're going to love your decision no matter what. And you have to hold yourself accountable to this. Okay? So we indulge in a lot of like making decisions and then shitting on our past self. I shouldn't have bought that. I shouldn't have bought that. I wish I hadn't have done that. All you guys are doing when you're doing that, you can't change the past. All you're doing when you're doing that is damaging your ability in the present to trust yourself. That's all that creates. It doesn't create better decisions right? Shitting on your past self doesn't create better decisions. It makes you slow. (laughs) You want to know how to make money? Make decisions and make them fucking fast. You will make four times as much money as all of the people trying to think about things and do it in the right order and make sure they make the right decision. You will make quadruple the amount of money than all of the people thinking about the things and thinking about how to do it right and researching how to do it right if you just pick something and then you try it you'll make so much more money and then the other thing is like you know megan if you if you get child care and then you decide oh i don't actually need this or this isn't actually working you can just not have child care like you're not married to this choice right <laughs> decide ahead of time that i'm making the right and best decisions i just heard one of my coaches on a podcast, I think she was like being interviewed or something, but she was talking about, about this. And I love this story. I think she was telling a story about something else, but it applies to this. And I really loved how she said it. And she was like talking about that they moved into this house and she had all of this, like everything she would buy, she would end up sending back. And it just was like, really like draining all of her energy and and the house wasn't done. And it was just like all like a mess. Right. And so she, you know, had been indulging in this for months. And then she just decided, I am gonna buy like these curtains, this couch and this rug, and I am going to love it no matter what. And she's like, I decided ahead of time to like my choice. The only way you ever regret a decision is if you allow your brain, right? you mismanage your brain to think about how much you hate it. You could just decide ahead of time that you're not gonna do that. You can just decide ahead of time, I love that choice. I love that I tried childcare. Even if it doesn't work out, you can still love that you decided to try it, that you're someone that tries new things, that you're someone that's always trying things with their family. You can decide ahead of time to have your own back and not regret that decision at all. And you do that by managing your brain. What happens is people don't understand this and they think, they think external things create how they feel. So they're like, if I make all the right decisions, then things will work and I will feel better. But they don't understand like their feelings are created by what you think. You can just decide ahead of time to think how much you love having childcare or how much you love that you decided not to have childcare. So you just pick one and then you decide to line your thoughts up with that decision. That's the the last part of the decision making framework is lining your thoughts up with the decision. So in the decision making framework, you make the decision one time, you do not remake decisions, you make it one time and then you manage your brain to think about how much you love that choice and your brain has a negativity bias your brain is going to try to tell you i shouldn't you shouldn't have bought that course you shouldn't have done that we shouldn't have done this this and that and like it's gonna try and point out to you all of the things it doesn't like about that decision that's what how our brains are programmed not because you're a bad person not because you're negative it's because you have a human brain it's what human brains do okay but you can just decide ahead of time that you know that's gonna happen we already know it's gonna happen And you can decide ahead of time that you are going to love that choice i do this when i buy courses this is some. i don't want to say this because i'm like about to open the mastermind but it's not open right now so i feel like i can just say this and say what i want but i i wouldn't say this if i had a cart open because i feel like that would be maybe like a weird sales tactic or something and i don't like doing that but this is what i really think like You know, I bought a really high level mastermind. I decided ahead of time that it was going to change the game. I was going to get results and I was going to love that decision no matter what. And because I made that decision and I made that level of commitment and I committed to managing my brain about the choice that I made, and I take responsibility for the investments I made and the choices I make, (laughs) I already made my money back off of it, right? Like. Uh, that investment's going to pay out many times over. But what most people do is they buy courses and they go into offers and they're like, I don't know if it's working. (laughs) Maybe I should have bought Amy Porterfield. I don't know. (laughs) And they go go in and they let their brains run fucking wild. (laughs) And the next thing they know, they're like, and then then they they don't get what they came for though. I'm like laughing because it's like funny because this is what we do. Like I do it too, right? We all do it. It's just so funny how we are as humans to me, but you know, it, it creates the result of not getting what you came for and not getting the result you wanted. I decided ahead of time, even if that course sucked, which I knew I wouldn't, but even if it had sucked and it was terrible, I still would have gotten what I motherfucking came for because I decided that I would. And the only way I would ever regret an investment in my business is if I decided to think it was wrong and I decided to think it was bad and I don't shit on past faith. Past fate's doing her best. (laughs) That girl, (laughs) she's just doing the best she can. I don't shit on her. She thought it was the best decision to make at the time. And I decide ahead of time that I've got her back, right? I'm like, it is safe for you to make choices past faith future faith's got your back because i know i can make decisions in the present and future faith isn't gonna circle back around and shit on me and be a jerk and be like that was a waste of money you should have known better you're never gonna get what you came for you're always doing that i just i decide ahead of time not to do that and i get better results because of it that's what i'll say you guys get what i mean yeah yeah i'm gonna look at the comments hold on One thought that's coming up is if I invest in childcare, it'll take longer for us to save for a new house. But that's not necessarily true. What if this investment helps me make more money and we end up saving faster? Yeah. Right. I mean, that would be the hope. I mean, I would think like and and this is the other thing too, Megan, is like sometimes like things taking longer is a good thing. So. You know, I I know Megan, she's in the mastermind. I've coached her for a long time, okay? Um, we have a podcast coming out, right? Um, and, you know, you having childcare for a couple hours a week might be, like, really good for your mental health. Like, what if it helps you as a mom and your marriage and your overall happiness? Like, you know, it's like there's other ROIs that are not so, like, black or white in business. Right. So I made this decision. It was a very hard decision for me to make, but I'll just share it with you guys. I um, have been single for a long time. A lot of you guys know that. And I met someone at the beginning of this year that I am like, it is like a dream come true. I don't know. I didn't even know like a human like this existed. And the fact that he like wants to be with me and he's so goddamn handsome feels like a, a, a miracle from Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so I met him and I made the decision this summer um, not to pay for the coaching that i was paying for and i wanted to invest in the relationship instead right so i and i ended up renting a house for us for the summer which was not cheap where we are right now so but i took the money that i would usually be paying for coaching and for mindset stuff and investing back in the business and i decided i want to invest in this relationship right and and like I could look at that and be like, that's going to make the business grow slower. It's going to take longer to get to my because I have some big goals. You guys that know me. You know, I don't fuck around with goals, especially with business goals. Right. Um, and I could look at that and be like, well, this is slowing everything down and it's splitting my time and it's splitting my energy and it's splitting my bank account. But I just look at it and I'm like, this is going to add so much to my life personally. Like, do I really care if it takes another year to get to the business? And then what you're saying too, it, that doesn't necessarily have to be true either, because I think being in a relationship with like that and being with the person like I wanna be with, I think that that will make me more aligned to make more decisions and end up making more money anyway. But my brain definitely did that, right? Where it was like, our brain, it, like, you know, when I tell this story, I feel like you guys are like, oh, duh, like that makes a lot of sense. But when you're like in the middle of it, You know, my brain definitely offered me those types of thoughts too, Megan, where it was just like, if you spend money on this, you can't have that. And it's like, actually, what if we get to fucking have everything we want? Like what if I get to have like the perfect relationship and the dream business and scale to a million and it all gets to work together, right? And I think, you know, investing in your mental health and your well-being, like it might just be nice to have childcare. Like you can just have childcare just because you want to and you think it would be nice and then don't fucking work, just take a bath or something. (laughs) like that could be a good investment (laughs) just mess with it (laughs) Sam. yeah you'll get there faster Uh, I didn't shit on my past yeah (laughs) what if I get to have everything yeah I'm the most yeah what if you get to have childcare and you get to have a new house like what if you don't have to pick right I think women are really programmed like we have to like we're like you better be thankful for what you get Like. I'm the most impatient person in the world. Don't tell me to wait, <laughs> but also you're so right. It's kind of like the slowdown to speed up. That's what I think I'm doing this year. There's a lot of things that we, I don't know if you guys can tell this, but I'm not as like balls to the walls as I've been the last couple years. I am like shifting into like a slower, um, more thoughtful energy. Right and it's a real kind of slow down to speed up season and there's seasons that kind of feel like that that feel like you're slowing down but that's not necessarily true like i don't really think like just because i decided to pay for the house instead of the coach now i don't get to have a million dollar business like i don't think that's true so megan let me know if you need more of that and i'm coaching in the mastermind at seven if you want to talk to me i'm happy to talk to you about this but i would just pick one and and then if you decide like you know what like i actually want the house as fast as possible and you know that feels good to you and you want to make that decision you can make that decision too and align with that like if there's no right or there's literally no wrong way to do it you just pick one and then decide that you're gonna like it <laughs> that's it and then you have to manage your thoughts to like your choice that's where the work is so this is what i'm talking about on thursday but i'll give you guys since you guys are here i'll give you like the little sneak peek right um People spend too much time in the front end of decision making, which is, should I do this? Should I do that? I could do this, I could do that. And it's like thinking about your decision. And we have this thought error that's like thoughtful decisions are better, right? We have a, a thought error about time in general that's like if I spend more time That makes my work better if i spend more time it makes my decisions better and i just have not seen that to be true at all in my time working with clients and in my own life like most of the time it just ends up with people being slow and wasting their time right and so people spend a lot of time in the front end of the decision trying to figure out and be thoughtful should i do this should i do that so i can make the best decision um most of the time you guys have all the information you need to make the decision and like the most efficient way is to just pick one right this deliberation does not make a better decision it just means that you are being slow that's all it means right so people spend so much time in that where you need to spend your time is the back end of the decision which is managing your thoughts about what you picked Managing your thoughts about the course you decided to buy. Managing your thoughts about the childcare you decided to spend money on. Managing your thoughts that you decided to rent a house for the summer instead of investing in the business. Like spending time there, like I always say like selling yourself on that choice. Why do you love it? Right? I don't shit on past faith because past faith had good reasons for making that choice. Right? And so you make the decision and you're like, I have good reasons. Your brain's going to be like, maybe we should, maybe we should do this instead though. You gotta be like, I have good reasons for doing it this way. We're gonna do this with your guys's, because I'm gonna make you guys pick a product, right? And you guys are not gonna like it. A lot of you guys are gonna have a hard time with it because your brain's gonna be like, when we do it, y'all will be all fired up and you'll be like, oh my God, I have the perfect idea. It's great. But then you guys are gonna come back Tuesday and you're gonna be like, I thought I was gonna make a course, but I don't know. Maybe it should be a program and maybe it should be um, this and that. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it should be this. And that's how I know y'all are not doing the decision-making framework. Cause decision-making framework is you make a choice and then you do the work to think about why you love that decision. And you sell yourself, you literally sell yourself every day on why you love that decision, on why you love that it's going to be a course and you love that it's going to have Q and A or whatever you decide. It literally doesn't matter. Right? You're like why you think it's great and why you love it and why you want to do, do it that way. And you spend all your time there. Think how different your business would be if you spent all your time there. Instead of in indecision land, should I do this, should I do that? You make a decision and then you spend the energy selling yourself and thinking about why it's great and why you love doing it that way and why it's gonna be the best ever. That will make you money. So it's less time in the front end of the decision making, more and on the back end after you make the decision, managing your thoughts and lining your thoughts up with the result that you want. Does this make sense to you guys? Um, I had to take care of my mom so much more this past year, and had to have my business take a back seat. And you're so right. Who cares if it takes me another year to get where I thought I'd be now? Yeah, totally, Kelly. And like, um, you made the decision to put the business in the back seat, and you just want to have your back, your own back about that, right? So it's like you have good reasons for doing that. You have good reasons, and you like those reasons right i know you i know you like your reasons of course you want to take care of your mom of course you guys want to take care of your family like that's a good reason right and you can spend time instead of thinking about maybe i shouldn't have done that or maybe i should be doing this or maybe i should do that. you spend your time thinking about like the i have good reasons for doing this this is what they are these are the reasons this is and you spend time loving your decision you love your decision with your brain right you literally spend time loving that choice about why you decided that and why you love choosing your family over the business or whatever it is for you, right? I'm sure it's a really aligned choice for you though. How does your voice match the crazy one in my head? It's because I coach you guys all the time. Not you guys specifically, but you guys all have the same thoughts. You guys will find this with your clients too. This is why I stopped doing one-on-one because I felt like a professional parrot because I was just telling people the same shit on every call all the time. And I was like, I cannot do this 30 hours a week. I'm going to freak out. (laughs) Because it was just like, you all, everybody has the same thoughts and at all different income levels too. This is why we can have people that haven't started businesses with people making 10K a month in the mastermind and everybody still gets exactly what they need. Because I coach people on that, like those foundational thoughts right? And like, no matter how much money you're making, like, we're still going to have trouble managing our brain, right? Our brain is still going to offer us what it does. And, and we still will struggle with decision-making um, and self-doubt and imposter syndrome. And because I coach on those really core things, doesn't matter how much money you're making. I'm like, if you have a human brain and you want to have a business, I can help you because I understand this shit. Cause it, because I've talked to so many people and coached so many people, not because I'm so clever or anything. It's just like, i have I taught, spend a lot of hours talking to business owners every week. So yeah, I do. I feel like I do know what you guys are, what you guys are thinking pretty well most of the time. Uh, all right. Um, what are the kinds of graphics and what is each for? For instance, Canva only for good notes, lead pages, tripwires. And what would be the difference between creating each one? I don't know. I mean, I use Canva for everything, so I don't... I don't know, and I just make graphics when I need a graphic for something. So the best way to figure out how, people think they figure out how by thinking about how to do things. How do I make a graphic? Let me think about it. Let me Google it. You figure it out by doing it. So it's like uh, riding a bicycle. I can describe to you how to ride a bicycle. Right? I'm like you put, your, and this is what people want me to do, and it's such a waste of your guys's time. You, people want me to come on here and be like, okay, you guys are gonna put your left foot on the pedal, and then you're gonna like take your other foot and like push off, and then you're gonna push the pedal down, and they want me to explain to them in detail, step by step, how to ride a bike. You ride a bike by do, you learn to ride a bike by doing it. You don't learn to ride a bike by me telling you step by step how to do it. And this is the same with business. People, you figure, every business is different every single business is different. This is what I learned more and more being in masterminds and around successful people and stuff is like everybody's has completely different business models and is doing completely different stuff. So like you have to figure out what's going to work for you and your people and your business, right? And you figure that out by building the business and doing it, not by following someone else's plan. And I know that's not what people want to hear, but... Um, I'm going to shoot you guys straight, that's just what I think, think, and I think the step-by-step program stuff is to your guys' detriment because I think it allows you to be confused and it allows you to keep thinking you need someone else to tell you what to do, it allows them to keep selling you shit literally forever for the rest of your life because you never learned the skill of being able to be decisive and learn by doing, which is what you actually need to be successful long-term as an entrepreneur. Right. So the way you become successful as an entrepreneur is you try things and test things. And a lot of shit doesn't work and then some of it will. And that's it. (laughs) You guys like that. There you go. You're welcome. (laughs) You need now you know everything you need to know about business. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, me telling you step by step like what how to do graphics and what everything is for is probably not as helpful as you just being like, I'm gonna make a graphic for this and going and doing it. That's probably really the best way. So I would ask you, Margaret, what do you wanna make a graphic for first? And then just go in Canva and figure out how to do it and Google it. And you can ask in the group if you need questions, but I will say I am kind of a hard ass in my group about asking questions you can Google. So I'm like, you guys can ask questions and you guys, but what I don't want people to do i don't like when people, when you guys survey each other you guys you guys will like indulge each other's indecisiveness <laughs> sometimes people will be like should i do teachable or kajabi and instead of making that decision like a boss for yourself you go in the facebook group <laughs> mastermind i'm looking at you guys you guys go in the facebook group and you ask everybody else to decide for you that's not a good use of the facebook group asking questions on the facebook group that you could google Not a good use of the Facebook group. And you guys replying to that shit is just enabling people, okay? So don't do it. (laughs) I'm not saying you're doing that, Margaret, but I would just decide to make a graphic and go make one and that's gonna be the best way to learn. I use Canva for everything. I would keep things really simple. Again, I think there's like a lot of like, you're, you're looking at like lead pages and tripwires and all this stuff when you're just starting. You need a product, you need people to sell to, You need a way for them to pay you. You do not need a funnel, you do not need a tripwire, you don't need any of that stuff right now. You just need a product and you need to practice selling it a whole lot. However much you guys think you're gonna have to practice sales to get good at selling your product, you're usually way wrong. It's usually like 10 times more. So, you know, knowing that, that most people really underestimate how much practice you need to be good at marketing and good at sales, Like knowing it's going to take a lot longer than you probably think. Like the best thing to do is like get in the game, right? The best thing to do is like make a product, which is what we're doing on Thursday. Make a product and start selling it. Does that help? Let me know. Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, the way you learn isn't by thinking. Listen to me. Everybody hear what I'm saying to you. This will save you so much fucking time and make you so much money if you just hear what I'm saying to you. You do not learn how to do things by thinking about how to do things, by watching modules about how to do things, by Googling how to do things, you learn to do things by doing them. You always get clarity through execution. You always get clarity write this down, (laughs) You always get clarity through execution, thinking you guys thinking about what to do, thinking about your idea, thinking about your niche That usually just creates more confusion, more doubt, more overwhelm, less results, almost all the time. Okay, I see it all the time, especially with new people. If you are new, the best thing you can do is get your ass in the game. Y'all are trying to learn to swim, you're not even in the pool. You gotta make something and go out and sell it. And it's gonna be a little brutal in the beginning, but it's okay. It's okay. That's not a problem, right? It's not a problem for people to say no. It's not a problem for people not to buy. It's not a problem to have a $0 launch. All of it is going to move you where you want to go because you're in the pool. You're going to learn how to swim. You're in the game. All these other people sitting on the sun deck trying to learn how to swim, reading books about how to swim, thinking about how to swim, thinking about how they're going to do it, thinking about how they're going to paddle. It's just a waste of your time. It's just not useful. You guys see that? Why do I feel the need to be on every freaking platform and do all this stuff? Well, you feel like that because you're thinking that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who has FOMO where they're like, I should be on TikTok, I should be doing this. Let me, t- I'll, I'll give you like a serious answer. This is like a, actually like really important. So I'm really glad you asked this question. Um, One of the things that I think is the most toxic that I see in women all the time, that I think women are just like, it's like bred into our blood from the time we're like young, And it's kind of this thought that seems really harmless, but it's this thought of like, I should be doing more. I should be doing more. I should be on more platforms. I should be working more hours. Um, I should be spending more time with my kids. I should be eating better. I should be going to the gym. It's all of this shit of like, it's like never enough. Right. And, and it's like, you know, we spend our whole lives just like reaching for shit all the time and it's never satisfying and never good enough. And so you just want to be careful, right? So the thought like I should be doing more, right? People do this a lot with with work. We talk a lot in the mastermind about office hours, right? I'm really big on office hours because what happens when you don't have office hours is kind of all the time in the back of your brain, there's this thought of like, i should be working i should be working more i should be doing more hours i should be doing this i should be doing that and it's like kind of in the back of your brain like more or less all the time especially if you have like downtime and free time and i actually think that's what causes burnout i don't think burnout is caused by the amount of hours i always say like i grew up working class i just don't buy that shit that people are just working so hard that they're burnout like i just don't think that i think what happens is people are working and then when they have their time off instead of resting, they're thinking, I should be working. I should be working more. I should be doing this. I didn't get this done, and I didn't get that done. I didn't get this done. And that's what causes burnout because that's not rest. This is what we talk about in the mastermind. It's only rest (laughs) if you are not working and you are actively loving that you are not working, (laughs) right? So it's like, the challenge is like, I'm always like, this is the challenge, right? It's like, can you go lay on the couch and watch your Netflix show and love it and love that you're I like I'm always like by the time I get I like to be like by the time I get to Sunday I like to be like tired like I fucking put it all out there and I busted my ass all week and I like that's how just how I like to feel I like to feel tired by Sunday and I like to like lay on the couch and like watch i don't know like the kardashians and i just love it right and usually i eat like an ice cream or something and i just love it and i think about how great it is and how much i love being on the couch and how much i love petting the dog and how much i love our house we live in and how much i love that we have tv and how great my life is and i just fucking love it i don't lay there going oh my god i have this to do and this to do and i should be doing this and i didn't get this done what about this and what about that that's not rest (laughs) it's only rest if you're not working and you love not and you're loving not working (laughs) You guys see that? And that's what causes burnout, um, is people not working. They, they take their time off in the evening or whatever. They close their laptop, but then in the back of their brain all the time is like, I should be working more. I should be working more. I should be working more. I didn't get enough done. I didn't get this done. That's what causes burnout, right? Office hours are the bomb. Yeah. Quit shitting all over yourself. Totally. Yeah. Office hours kind of sets up boundaries for this. Does that make sense? So, you know, this is a different question. It's not about time, but it's the same thing about like, you're going to burn yourself out on social media because you're doing this, but with social media, right? So you're posting, it says, why do I feel the need to be on every freaking platform and do all this stuff? So I'm guessing from this question, Roxana, that you are on a platform, and instead of thinking about how much you love that platform, and you love the people on there, and you love your content, Think about what a fucking different business experience you would have if you spent all your time managing your brain to love the content you're making and love the one person that commented and love that you get, you got one DM and you just love it. Right. That's a much, much, much better use of your time. First of all, it just feels better. Right. Don't you guys want to feel better while you're building your business? I'm like, it's going to be hard enough. You don't need to make it harder. <laughs> like, you know, versus like, Po- you're posting on the platform and instead of like thinking about how much you love that post and you love your work and you love trying to help people and you love sharing your stuff and you love that there's social media and you love that people are seeing it you know you're you're like i didn't post on tiktok though i should be posting on tiktok i didn't post on facebook i posted on instagram but it wasn't even that good i did post it here but it wasn't it, i should be posting over there someone else somebody else is posting there like and you're creating that experience with your thoughts right? So you can have an experience where you're posting on one platform and you just love it and you're obsessed with it and it's the best and it feels amazing. And you can have an experience where you're posting on one platform and you think about how you should be doing more. I should be doing the TikTok. I should be doing this. So-and-so is doing that, right? So it's just managing your thoughts, right? This is where we we talk about like thinking like a boss, right? I'm just like, a lot of that kind of stuff, the shoulding is very self-indulgent. That might sound a little mean. I don't mean it that way. But sometimes we got to like be real with ourselves, right? All of this like, it's self-indulgent at a certain point to just be like, I should be on every platform and I should be working harder. And we kind of like, we get self-indulgent in these weird little guilt spirals where we think it's like useful to like bully ourselves and useful to like guilt ourselves. But let me tell you what I know for fucking sure to be true after coaching a lot of women on business. And it is that... Guilt and shame is never useful to you. It makes you slow. It makes you feel like shit. It makes your business less enjoyable. It makes you less enjoyable to be around, right? It it doesn't do anything useful. So we think we're like gonna bully ourselves into like, I should be working on the business more. I should be doing more. I should be posting on these platforms. And that's somehow, it's sneaky. I have a podcast about this. I think it's called like Sneaky Thoughts. And it's a sneaky thought because sometimes we think that's useful, like if we're really hard on ourselves and we really give ourselves a lot of shit and we really like drag ourselves through the guilt and we really indulge in all this bullshit and we really give ourselves a hard time. It's sneaky because part of our brain thinks it's useful, right, and maybe it was useful to you at one point, like maybe, I don't know, maybe it got you through grad school or it got you through high school or who knows, but it's not useful to you now in entrepreneurship, I promise you, I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, my tolerance is so low I burn out ridiculously easy. I mean, maybe, but I wouldn't think about it that way either. I mean, for those of you that don't know, I have, like, very severe clinical depression. Like, I could tell you some real, like, dark mental health stories. I won't go there, but I'll just tell you, like, thinking I burn out easy, like, what does that mean? Like, how would you know that's true? Like, I would really question that and I would shift that around like maybe you always get the perfect amount done at the perfect time. Maybe I'm always like, I have a coach that always says, she's like, we're 80 percenters, our 80% is better than most people's 100%. So do you guys see how the, like that's different than being like, I don't need to put in 100%, I can put in 10% and I still create really great results and I still do a really good job. Like it's a much different perspective than like I burn out really easy. Like that that is a, it is a thought, I know it feels true But you don't have to think that, you don't have to think about it that way. Um, And, you know, it creates the result of you burning out easy, right? It creates a lot of guilt and shame, too, I think, for a lot of people. So I just don't think it's useful. So it's like if you can't and I don't even know if this may be true for anyone who doesn't have mental health issues. My tolerance is so low. I burn out ridiculously easy. Yeah. I would just shift that around. I would just be like, I only work one hour a week and I always get the most important things done, right? I mean, I run a multiple six-figure business and only work 20 hours a week. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I buy all this stuff about that you need to work all these hours to have results necessarily. Does that make sense? Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts, Avery. I'm open to having a discussion. I need an off switch for my brain, like the one I have on my computer. Yeah, <laughs> you can have that. <laughs> yeah, time to go get some shit done. Yeah, good. Thanks for hanging out, David. I'll do a couple more for you guys. I have to get off here because I have to get ready to coach at seven. Um, Best way to make my digital product viral. Um, The best way to make your digital product viral is to build your reputation to build your reputation as someone who gets great results to build your reputation and this is i really teach more and more i'm teaching people like sell the same product all the time i really want like so those of you that have been following me i we really these days only sell one thing you guys know what it is if you've been watching this you probably already know what it is we sell the mastermind that's my main offer and You know, I want the mastermind to have a reputation where people know that's where you can go. If you need mindset help, if you're stuck, if you've taken all the courses and it's just not working, you know, I'm building a brand and a reputation around that course. And I think one of the ways when you're talking about making your business viral, one of the best ways to make it viral is to get really great results for the clients you already have. Like are the customers that are buying for you, from you, are they getting what they came for? And if not, how can you help them, right? And how can you help them get faster results? I'm always like, how can I get them to see this and have these kind of mindset shifts and have these transformations faster, right? That's what we've been doing in the mastermind for a long time now. And I think people get, you know, I think people get now because I've been doing it longer and I just keep doing the same things over and over again, you know, I have one program and I'm just always like, how do we make it better? 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 Because we've been doing that for so long, I think we have a really exceptional program that I think does grow on reputation. And we have a lot of evidence to support that because every year it's growing bigger and bigger. How are people finding it? Like we just started doing ads like a week ago. I don't have any content ranking on google or youtube i've just been coaching and people have just been telling their friends so i think to make something viral it's like are you getting people what they came for right that's and like build your reputation like all you have in this game is your reputation i think people don't take it seriously enough i don't and i'm going to talk to you guys about how to get people really great results and like guarantee that people are going to get great results Yeah. Um, let's see, I'll do one more. Doo, doo, doo. What is a good timetable for launching a digital product? I think the best launch, if you have not done a launch, your first launch The best way is a done launch (laughs) so just do it and then do it again and do it better and then do it again and do it better and do it again and do it better you guys put so much pressure on these launches this is what I call like the baby entrepreneur roller coaster it's like all the ups and downs and a lot of it is like everything feels like a make or break moment it's like this is my launch it's like it's one launch you need to go launch it a hundred fucking times like, go launch it however off much you guys think you need to launch you need to you're gonna have to do like four times as much so and i'm not saying that to discourage anybody i just want like you guys to understand like it's not it's just one launch like you know when we make everything a make or break moment it makes it really hard to do anything it's kind of like you put yourself in this pressure cooker and it's like it's all come down to this but it's not a make or break moment it's just one launch in your career many launches get it done look at the results. This is what we do in the mastermind, is like you do something, you look at the results, you make a strategic decision. So you would launch, you would look at the results, what worked, what didn't work, what do you want to try for next time, you make a plan, and then you do it again. And then you look at it, and then you do it again, right? What most people do is they're just like all over the place, right? They they go through a launch and no one buys, and then they use that to like indulge in like self-pity land where it's like, this is never going to work and I spent all this money and I can't even make any money and the business isn't even growing and no one even bought and I spent all this time and money doing it and no one bought my thing. Um, extremely unuseful, right? And so what I try to get people to do in the mastermind is like, I'm like, just go have a $0 launch. It is fine and then look at it and figure out how to do it better and do it again. And you just keep doing it until you figure it out. And if nobody buys, it doesn't mean that you suck. It doesn't mean you can't make money. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean anything. It just means you need to look at the results and make some adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. But Avery, so this is the thing. How many hours a week can you work? Look. So I do this with my depression too. Right, so look, your circumstance is neutral. So let's say that the reality is you cannot work very many hours a week. So let's say you can work on your business two hours a week. I don't know how many hours, you can tell me, but I'm just gonna making up however many hours you would put here. So let's say we work two hours a week. That might be true for you, I'm not arguing that. But this is neutral. This is for all of you guys, however many hours a week you can work on your business. Some people have kids and they can't work many hours. Some people have physical health issues and they can't make very many hours. Some people have mental health issues and they cannot work very many hours in their business. Okay. So all of you have this circumstance of how many hours you can work in a week. This is neutral. It doesn't mean anything until you have a thought about it. Your thought about that is I burn out easy. So I'm not saying change this. I'm always like in the mastermind, we the circumstance line, we call that the C line. And I'm always like, you guys leave the C line the hell alone. We don't change this. You can work. I'm not arguing that if you can only work, let's say you can only work 10 minutes a week on your business, right? Because you have mental health issues. That's not what I'm arguing. What I'm saying is like, that is neutral. You get to think anything you want about that, right? So you can think I burn out easy, but I don't know how you feel. But when I think I burn out easy, I feel defeated. I feel defeated in my body and I don't feel defeated because of this. This doesn't make feelings. This is neutral. This does not make you feel a type of way. This thought. I burn out easy is making you feel whatever it is here, which I would guess is pretty heavy. Okay, so this I'm sure is true, whatever about your mental illness. Right. Sometimes I put my depression in there. Right. I'll just be like, I have depression. I get to decide what I think about that, though. Right. So I don't I don't decide like that my depression goes away. It fucking does not. And anybody that that has any kind of depression knows that. Right. So but my depression is neutral. I get to choose what I want to think about that, right? So this, you know, your circumstances that you have a physical or mental illness or you guys have kids or you have whatever circumstance where you can only work on your out business a limited amount of hours, right? That's true for a lot of people probably on this call, but you can put any thought you want here and that's where the work is right? So we always go to like bridge thoughts. So if I were coaching you, we would do a bridge thought. So it would be something, you just got to head in the right direction. Because if you've been thinking like, I burn out easy um, and feeling defeated, that makes me feel defeated. You guys let me know how that thought makes you feel. The thought I burn out easy to me feels very heavy in my body, right? Um, we would do a bridge thought. So we just want to get headed out of the heavy feeling a little bit. If we've been thinking I burn out easy, we can't necessarily get to something super positive right away. It just doesn't work. And I'm always like, your brain knows when you're bullshitting. That's why like we don't do like affirmations and like think positive and all that bullshit in my community. It doesn't work, right? Cause it's like, if you're like, I'm a rock star and I make millions of dollars and change the world, like you can't get there, right? So a good bridge thought I'll do sometimes is like, even though i burn out easy i always get the perfect amount done even though i burn out easy i don't even try to shift this thought i'm like you can just keep this for now right eventually we would want to shift this around but you can leave it for now so it's like even though i burn out easy i'm still gonna grow my business even though i burn out easy right just head the other way (laughs) yeah let me know if that makes sense so i'm not arguing with you about this right i'm like you guys leave this but if you're feeling heavy it's not because of this it's because of, of what you're thinking about it and that's i'm not saying this to be an asshole to you i'm saying because that's where your power is right and i live my life as a complete victim to my mental health um and terrible circumstances that had happened i could tell a really painful victim story about my life if i wanted to trust me right um and i did for a long time right and I had, I like literally had to think about it different to be able to live with my experiences in my body or I just wasn't gonna be able to live here anymore. So, you know, this is, um, I teach this in business, but this like work really did like save my life and really was really impactful. So I'm not saying this to you, like in a flippant, flippant way or anything, but this is real. This is real, like this is neutral. You get to put any thought you want here and your thought is what creates your feelings. Right? Yeah. Okay, let me know. And if you wanna talk more about it, come on Tuesday. I'll talk to you about it on Zoom. All right, you guys, I always, here's another one I'll give you guys real quick. I always use this example. It's like my favorite thought work example, but it's like two people are in a car accident, right? And one person is like, oh my God, I I just got this car. It's my all my money. This always happens to me. I just can't get ahead. I can't catch a break everything is the worst. You know, their car is totaled, totally sucks. They're really upset about it and they're having like the worst and they go on to have like, I mean, you could have a really bad month about something like that, right? They're like, I don't even have a car now. My car was totaled. That was all my money. I just can't get ahead. Right. And that might all be true too. Right. And then the other person is in the exact same car accident with the exact same circumstances and they get out of the car and they go, Oh my God, like, God is watching out for me. That could have been so bad. Thank God no one was hurt. Like, I am the, I'm so lucky, right? And they're just so thankful. And the first person that's having a bad experience thinks the car accident is causing their experience, but the car accident is neutral. It's this. Car accident. Thought. Like, this shouldn't be happening to me. Feeling. Like, victim, right? Um, circumstance. Car accident. Thought somebody was looking out for me. I'm so lucky. Completely different feeling, right? And so you just want to be aware, like the circumstance is never what creates your feeling. It's always how you want to think about it. And sometimes we want to be pissed off. Sometimes we want to be sad. Like there's things that happen in the world where you want to be angry and you want to be sad. This is not about like being happy all the time, right? It's it's not that at all. It's just about understanding how our brains work and how our experiences work so we can take our power back where we need to and where we want to. And this will help you. I know we're on this whole thing, but this will help you guys make money in your business because people do this with their business all the time, right? In lots of different ways. And we're going to talk about it with the products and stuff too, about how to have, I'm going to talk to you guys about how to have really good ideas for products, right? How to create something really special and how to like create something that you just really, really love and you're obsessed with and people love. I always say like, you know like if i decided to close my business i would have a lot of clients that were very sad that they can't pay me anymore like they want to pay me they want to work with me and if i quit offering services people would be sad and i want you guys to feel like that about your business right like it's such a nice feeling when people are emailing you being like thank you for making this product like thank you for doing this training like you know and you guys can have that experience i'm going to show you how to create it but it really starts with like managing your thoughts right at a higher level it's really hard to create that experience for your clients when you guys are thinking shitty thoughts about yourself and your work and your life like it's really hard to create that like special container that's powerful and magical that people love buying and people love paying for when your thoughts are like so-and-so stuff is better. My stuff's not that good. Ba Like you guys think this stuff only impacts you, but it actually impacts like your clients also and your customers. And we're going to talk about all of that on Thursday. So thank you guys for hanging out. This was really fun. If you're in the mastermind, I'm coaching at seven and I would love to see you over on zoom. Um, What else do I need to tell you guys? We're giving away a free month in the mastermind go look for the facebook post it has the details to enter but you basically just have to do an intro post make sure you use the hashtag we cannot find your entry to count you if you don't use the hashtag and i will pick a winner on the call on thursday you guys want to do some more giveaways i have a podcast mic to give away i have so we're going to give away some of my high-end programs maybe we'll give away another month in the mastermind if you guys want all that types of stuff. So we've got really good stuff coming for you. Come on Thursday, I'm not selling anything. I'm not, I'm literally just gonna teach for two hours straight um, and Tuesday come and I will coach you. We can talk about ideas, we can talk about where you're stuck and I can help you, I'm telling you, I help you. I help people with this stuff all the time. So bring me whatever you got. <laughs> I'm always like, nothing will shock me, trust me. <laughs> nothing will shock me. Uh, Bring me whatever you got. Bring me whatever is keeping you stuck. You know, whether it's like, we're going to talk also next Thursday, not this Thursday. I'm doing Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, free for you guys. Next Thursday, I'm going to be talking about how to execute, like how to actually get the work done and get the stuff out into the world. So if you're someone that's like, yeah, I have lots of ideas. I just can't fucking seem to get over the execution mountain i got you right so tuesday we're gonna finalize we're gonna come up with our ideas we're gonna talk about how to create those really powerful special containers you guys are gonna pick your product idea And then tuesday i'll coach anybody having drama and then thursday we'll talk about how to execute and actually go forward with your ideas and everything you guys learned and how to like implement and integrate everything okay so i've got you guys i've got a lot of good stuff planned me and the team have been working really hard we're really excited about this and thank you guys for being here and yeah that's it i'll see you mastermind i'll see you in a few minutes i'm gonna go coach at seven i gotta go walk my dog real quick And then I'll see you guys right back here, not here, on Zoom, but you guys know. I'll see you guys later. Have a great night. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to talk to you very quickly about the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind. The Mastermind is an offer I created for you to get affordable business coaching. Business coaching changed my life changed my business, and I really believe helped me get on the path to start making six figures online. The problem with business coaching is that it can be very, very expensive. So I created this offer for new bloggers to get business coaching from me at a crazy affordable price. You get a coaching call every single week. We get on Zoom. I can talk to you about any problems you have in your business, any questions you have with your business. So you'll never be stuck. You always have a resource. You always have me as a mentor to help you throughout the entire process of building your business. Besides the Zoom coaching calls, you also get a private Facebook live every single week. I sit in the live and answer every single question from every single member of the mastermind. So you have two chances every single week to get mentored by me, get all of your questions answered. And honestly, I really think it is priceless.